0: This episode is brought to you by our friends at Actors Connection, a professional development home for actors at all levels of their careers. Check out their website at actorsconnection.com to register for a free seminar, learn more about their self-tape services, or sign up for a completely free one-on-one program consultation. And guys, since Actors Connection is such a big fan of The Ensemblist, they have given us an exclusive discount code for our listeners. So you can use this code. It's ensemble 15 at checkout for 15% off of your next purchase of a class or intensive. I, honestly, Actors Connection is a great place to hone your craft, build your business mindset, and connect with both peers and industry guests. So give it a try. You're listening to Fossy and Verdon from The Ensemblist, the only podcast that shows you Broadway from the inside out. I'm Mo Brady. Earlier this week, FX launched a new limited series, Fosse Verdon, based on the 2013 biography by Sam Wesson with a focus on his marriage and collaboration with Gwen Verdon. Now, there isn't a theater choreographer more associated with their own unique style than Bob Fosse. The award-winning director and choreographer created his own signature technique that distinguished shows like Chicago, Pippin, and Damn Yankees into masterpieces. And much of that work was created with and fueled by his relationship with Verdon. This spring, the Ensemblist will be speaking to some of the artists with Broadway cred who helped make the series possible.
1: and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
0: In the first episode of the TV miniseries, we meet Fosse and Verdon on the set of the film version of Sweet Charity, Adapting their Broadway success to the big screen, Sam Rockwell as Fosse and Michelle Williams as Verdon stage one of the show's most famous numbers, Big Spender. Playing the actresses on the bar are many of today's most beloved Broadway dancers. Sasa Hutchings as Helene, along with Georgina Paskugin, Eloise Kropp, Claire Camp, Samantha Polino, Paloma Garcia Lee, and Morgan Marcel, who we spoke to for our first episode in this podcast series. The setting then transfers locations to Munich, Germany, where Fosse and Verdon work together to turn Cabaret into one of the most seminal movie musicals in the history of film. Performing Mein Herr are our quartet of Broadway dancers, including Colton Krauss, and this episode's guest, Sky Maddox. Sky Maddox made her Broadway debut as a replacement in the 2009 revival of West Side Story. Since then, she has performed in Broadway revivals of On the Town and Carousel, the latter for which she was nominated for a Cheetah Rivera Award. She's no stranger to bringing musical drama to the small screen. Sky and I first worked together during the winter of 2013 on the second season of NBC's Smash. Here's our conversation. Hi, Sky. Hi, Mo. <laughs> <laughs> so good you're here. Um, Me too. Will you introduce yourself and say what your role in Fossey Verdant is? Sure. Um, so I'm Sky Maddox, um, and I was one of the cabaret girls in mine hair. So, what was your relationship to Fossey, his style of movement, prior to working on the series?
2: In terms of actually dancing it, I was very minimally, like you know, well versed in Fossey. I always grew up watching his stuff, and I I knew his body of work super well as a kid because, like, you know, just growing up as a dancer, I saw his movies and his choreography, and I was just drawn to the movement. I just grew up knowing who he was and, and stuff, but I never danced it. And it wasn't until really I came across the legacy that I actually got to dance actual choreography and learn sort of his technique if you will it's not really a technique but his style and
0: what is the legacy we keep I think uh, th- we're yeah. hearing about that a lot
2: who I primarily took from was Valerie Pettiford and Lloyd Culbreth, Um and Nicole Fossey basically oversees everything they have all of his stuff from archives and movies and stuff they teach it basically and it's it's the best way to learn stuff from him or like as close to the actual choreographer as possible you know bob Fosse himself because these people worked for him and danced for him and were given notes from him and so they're able to teach it now and pass it on and
0: did you audition
2: for the legacy for the they it was like a paid thing you could pay to take classes um and then they started inviting us and um it was just like a thing that you could pay to take and learn the choreography and that was so wonderful just like um, a drop-in class kind of it was like a three or four hour ordeal thing at first and and you would go and um spend all day like learning one piece like one day we would do beat me daddy from big deal or um something better than this from
0: sweet charity and yeah it's it's it was really cool so how did you find out about fossey verdant the television series
2: i felt like i was living under a rock for a while because i was doing carousel at the time and people started talking about it around the theater. And I was like, what is What is this? What's going on? And they're like, it's a TV show. Like, Everyone and their mother is going in for it. So I reached out to my agent and I was like, can you tell me about this? What's happening? I just went in for it one day when they were having calls for it or like an invited call or whatever it was. And did you um, audition
0: just for the Mine Hair Number? Or did you? No,
2: it was just for the series in general. We all just kind of got called in. We learned um two or three combinations there were different days the day I went there was like a bunch of things happening we got and we learned some of Andy Blankenbuehler's choreography because there's a lot of choreography that's his or Susie Meisner's in the show who's Susie Meisner she was also the choreographer on the show Andy sort of handed the project off to her when he had to go over to London and work on cats cats, yeah and she is incredible Oh, my goodness. She also plays Joan McCracken in the show. Oh. Yeah. Okay. And she's been a, an idol of mine for a very long time. So that was really cool to, to work with her later on in the project. Um, and then we learned, like, who's got the pain. And I think we learned one other thing that day. And it was just kind of a general, let's see what everybody does best, where they fit, where we can use everybody. And everyone got placed in different numbers and throughout the season from that call, I think.
0: Did you then get an offer to do multiple episodes or just the one? Or? I
2: just the one. I'm only uh, in the pilot. Um, I did some pre production for other stuff and and for promos and stuff, but um, I'm only in the pilot. Oh, that, um,
0: the promo where it was like on stage and yeah, yeah. It's like of, these little yeah. snippets of yeah.
2: everybody and um, Wait, I want to ask you about that now. When yeah, was that? sure. Where was that? When did you film that?
0: That was after
2: we filmed the actual episode. We got called in on a separate day to just do some little. Things. We didn't even really know what we were going out there to do. We got into hair and makeup, like our mind hair get up, and they would just call us down hey, can you do this? Can you do that? And Marianne Lamb was running the day basically, and she would just bring us up, have us do, like, a little thing. They'd shoot it for 5, 10 minutes, and they move on, do just these cool little snapshots. And so I have this one moment where I'm, like, kicking over a chair and sitting down in it and looking back at the camera, and that ended up in the promo, which was I was really excited about. And just being there on that day with Marianne Lamb, too. She's
0: incredible. Who Explain for people who don't know who Marianne is.
2: So Marianne is um, a Fosse dancer. She's just... I mean, you can see her in so many of his shows and movies and, you know, but she's absolutely incredible Um, and another person that I just really look up to. So being there with her that day, she like in that moment in particular, she was like, can you just do... Like, something like this. <laughs> There's a chair there. She just did a fan kick over the chair and, like, sat down in it. I was like, oh, my goodness.
0: So tell me about filming the episode. You did your scene in Mine Hair, and we see it both in rehearsal and as filming, right? And then you did the bar scene?
2: Pretty much it, yeah. I think we had four shoot days total. Oh, my It was a gosh. very quick process. I think I worked... Maybe a total of eight or nine days. We had, like, four days of rehearsal That's a lot, to learn. Though. It was, yeah. And we didn't really know what ended up happening was we we knew or we found out that we were going to only use, like, half the the number that was actually going to make it, like, in... Performance when they were filming the movie mm-hmm. within the movie. But we ended up learning the entire thing. Valerie Pettiford said it on us. She's another, like a Marianne Lamb, like an amazing Fosse dancer. She's just one of the greats. Um, and she said it on us and she just taught us the whole thing. And we were, oh, it was just so wonderful. We were so excited to learn the whole thing. And so we learned the entire thing in maybe like two days. And we were rehearsing that, drilling that. And then we spent another couple of days sort of blocking out like scene work with Sam Rockwell. He would come in and um, we were just playing around with staging. And Andy was a big part of that. He would come in and just try to figure out who's where, what's he saying, or who's he saying this to. Um, Tommy Kail would pop in too. Um, So that was the majority of rehearsal. And then we had like one day of rehearsal in the space. And then we just filmed it. And we filmed the rehearsal stuff in a couple of days. We shot the dance in one day, and then we had a random day out in Bay Ridge at a beer garden, and that was it. It was when we were joking about it, like all the, our little group of cabaret people, we were joking about it because we were so excited to, to have booked the job. And we were the first dancers on set. Like, it was very new, and there's just this excited energy around the set. but. Um, we were still so excited and on this high from actually getting the job. And then all of a sudden it was just done <laughs> in like a week. Like, oh, OK, that's it. So this is Fast and Furious. So where
0: did you actually film?
2: We filmed the episode out uh, up in the Bronx at Silver Cup Studios. The promo we filmed at a different studio out in Brooklyn. But yeah, we were uptown at the Silver Cup. Bronx location, um, which I had never been to.
0: It's beautiful. It's nice and new. How much of the space, that theater space, was actually built out that you were rehearsing and performing mine here in?
2: It well, they pretty much built a replica of the set, the like the cabaret set, the stage, and everything, um, and that was on one soundstage. The stuff like the beer garden was out at an actual location, but I think yeah, the majority of what we did was a set built at. Silver Cup.
0: And because you uh, were doing a number that is on film, you had like a direct link. Like you were playing the same role yeah. that somebody played. Yeah, yeah, Did yeah. that ever come into like dramaturgy, talking about like who that dancer was or what that role was?
2: Yeah, we had talked about it because we found out that some of the dancers were local hires from munich um so that was pretty cool and we we didn't really know who was who um you can spot like Catherine doby is one of the the cabaret girls and we know she's like one of Fosse's primary dancers um but then some of these other girls like we didn't No, that was cool to talk to Nicole about, um, Nicole Fossey. She came in and gave us a little bit of insight about these girls and who they were and like within the movie and then actually who the dancers were like as, you know, performers.
0: And are you wearing the same thing that the person is wearing? Okay. Talk about that.
2: That was bizarre. So they told me, I remember going in for a costume fitting and they were like, okay, so you're going to be sparkle bra girl. So I'm the girl, um, She's got like curly red hair, a sparkle bra and these black shorts and knee highs and stuff. And so we were able to like go back and watch which person we were going to be. And our makeup plot
0: was similar. And um, that was really cool. I loved that. When they show it on film, are they replicating shot by shot the actual movie? Or is it its own? they weren't really focused on that while you were there?
2: When we were initially shooting it, they were talking about um, like, for instance, the shot where she goes bye bye and the girls pop up from their chair mm-hmm. um we were we definitely shot that actual shot like from the movie
0: when i was watching it i was so interested in like how you film in that space especially because you have cameras right yeah. there's prop cameras and then there's real Yeah cameras. that was a little bit trippy Are were they filming on the prop cameras or those Nope
2: that was they're just props <laughs> That's
0: crazy Yeah So where are the cam- are they hidden or are they just like um changing the angle.
2: They were there. It was a little funny for us because we had to remember as you're performing and it's dimly lit and it's smoky not to look into the camera because it's like you forget which camera is which. (laughs) Um, And they're just out there. You just change or turn around um, and so you don't see the camera. But for us being on stage and looking out, you see two sets of cameras like the 2018 at the time, 2018 cameras and then, you know, cameras prop cameras um so that was kind of funny for
0: us to negotiate (laughs) What, what was the music was it recorded for the episode were you singing to the original soundtrack from the movie
2: kelly barrett came in and did her vocals um and then they had uh it was pre-recorded for us and we were singing we were lip-syncing but it was on a pre-record and so sometimes we would have a playback in the room and then sometimes we would have an earwig um so we just had the playback in our ears because we needed whether it was like dialogue for Sam and Michelle cuz they were talking as we were dancing so we couldn't have playback happening that was weird i had never worn an earwig before that's a weird feeling. <laughs> does it
0: feel like you're underwater? I haven't either.
2: It's kind of weird. You just have one in one ear, and they don't fit super well all the time. <laughs> so you have to be conscious of keeping it in your ear. Yeah, it does feel a little bit weird. And then your equilibrium's a little bit off because you've got music in one ear and then nothing in the other ear. So you feel a little off balance. It's very strange.
0: It's like when you see people in the recording studio when they have like yeah, one yeah, yeah over their ear and they're like really feeling it. Yeah. <laughs> one of the moments that I just got so excited about knowing you was in the preview where we saw you mm-hmm. in the chair yeah. with Gwen and she's putting the makeup on you and she's telling the story about like, maybe this is a, was a society girl. Maybe this is a woman who didn't sure. want, doesn't want people to know who she is. And that's why she's so made up. Yeah. Um, how, when did you find out that that was going to be you?
2: I found out in one of my fittings. They said she's going to be the eyelash girl, and then they elaborated on that. So I knew before we even went into rehearsal that that was going to happen. And they they were telling me it's, it's a crayon. And what she actually did was she came in um, and melted crayon like like they show in the in the pilot but she actually did that she came in and melted a crayon and painted it onto the tips of the girl's lashes to give it kind of like a clumpy effect and she just went around the set and did little touches like that where did you were you just on the same like set it
0: was hard to tell where you. yeah
2: were. we were um so if you're looking at the stage there's all the seating around it we were just at a little table in the seating in the same stage
0: and how long did it take to film
2: that probably took it was quick i think it was probably a half hour or so oh my gosh yeah cuz it was so intimate it was just sam and michelle and me and you know there were very few people involved and it's such a quiet scene it was so quiet on set but yeah it was pretty breezy at that point that was i we did that after we filmed the dance we were done with the dance, and then we came back and did that. And then I think we did, like, one more shot for the day. So that was one of the lesser involved scenes, and I think it was pretty
0: quick. And had you talked much to M- Michelle or or Sam? I guess mostly Michelle because you're, like, you guys are, like, in each other's faces. I
2: know, yeah. I hadn't really because um, we, other than that, we didn't really have any scene work with her um, as the Mine Hair uh, dancers. Um, Most of our stuff was with Sam. So he would come in when we were rehearsing at Pearl Studios and like come in and um, do that. But really that, I think we have maybe said hi in passing, but (laughs) that was the first time you just sit down and then all of a sudden you have to do this scene together and be super comfortable with somebody that you don't even know. But I guess we kind of do that anyway as dancers. You say hi to somebody and then you're partnering with them. And it's like...
0: One of the things I think is so interesting about... Film or TV versus theater is you don't get a full script as a performer, right? You're getting what are they? What are the pages called? Pages? The dailies. The dailies. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you're just getting the pages that you're yeah. on, and ma- sometimes you don't even get those because I didn't
2: even get that. I because I had no lines. I was just sitting there, sort of reacting. So I was learning on the fly. We had had like a blocking rehearsal a few days earlier, and I kind of got a feel for what the scene was, but. Yeah, I I didn't know. They were just like, okay, sit here. She's gonna paint some stuff on your eyelashes, and uh, I was <laughs> like, okay, I like, don't... how am I supposed to feel? What is my relationship with them? Do I even speak English? Like, am I a? D- do I understand what they're saying? What do you so... think about
0: that? Because I was like, oh, it's sky.
2: <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, you have to like, kind of come up with that for yourself
0: and quickly. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yep. Sam even asked me something at one point in character. And I just was so, like, unprepared. I was like, I I don't even think I know who I am. Like, do do I, I, I came up with a, a character name, like, on the fly. But I was like, is she German? I think my character, I think my girl is probably German. So would she know, do we have a rapport? Or are you asking me as a person? Are you asking me as a character? Like, is,
0: you know, it's really funny. What's your favorite moment from working on the episode
2: i mean filming the dance was really great it was really pretty amazing and it's great because you feel like you're doing a performance for these people and we like i said we were the first dancers on set the crew was really excited about it too you could tell they were like really into filming dance and um so that was really nice and our group our little cabaret group was so great kelly was amazing we just had like a really tight knit report with each other so that was really nice um but i think yeah i think filming the dance was really like the highlight of it
0: Special thanks to Sky Maddox for sharing her stories with us this week. You can learn more about her and how to connect with her online by visiting our website, theensemblist.com. The Ensemblist was produced today by me, Mo Brady. You can help others find out about The Ensemblist and this miniseries, Fosse and Verdon, by leaving us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. You can also download episodes wherever you listen to podcasts or at theensemblist.com. Follow The Ensemblist on Instagram to see our latest post from our website where we are sharing the stories of talented artists working in Broadway ensembles. Thanks for listening, guys. Until next time.